Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Here is Bob Quinn. Good morning, Valley. This is Ag Life. My name is Bob Quinn with you. For the next hour, we're talking about agricultural production here in the Valley and all across the country. A couple of uh, agricultural labor issues we're going to be talking about today. Some H-2A workers uh, coming into this country from South Africa. We'll talk more about some special arrangements being made uh, to accomplish that. Also, a look uh, at uh, some overtime rules. After the Washington State Supreme Court decision to remove agriculture's exemption from having to pay overtime, 24 lawsuits have been filed against Washington Washington dairies and others claiming they owe three years of back overtime pay. Now many worry that could spill over to the rest of agriculture. Washington State Tree Fruit Association President John Devaney says it's unclear how that would apply to peace rate workers. How you calculate that retroactively, nobody knows. How exactly the, the rules would be written to apply going forward, nobody knows. Devaney says it just adds to the uncertainty farmers already face. Farmers operating on small margins try to limit as much uncertainty as they can, knowing that they're operating their business out of doors at the mercy of Mother Nature. Adding governmental and legal uncertainty on top of that is extremely burdensome. And then Devaney says this comes along. And when you're going to have that the potential of a huge payout, if you get it wrong or if the rules change on you, that has the, the potential to end your family's heritage and family business. Tree fruit grower April Clayton agrees. If this happens to my farm, we'll... Three years of overtime pay retroactively. Well, friends, a cattle on feed report out late last week. No dramatic shifts indicated in the latest USDA cattle inventory numbers. Friday's USDA report on the U.S. beef cattle inventory shows in just about every aspect slightly, very slightly lower numbers. It sort of reinforces a lot of what we were thinking was going on. And not much is going on. According to USDA livestock analyst Shale Shagam, he says the inventory of all cattle and calves in the U.S. January 1st, 93.6 million head, down a tiny two-tenths of one percent from a year ago. Almost every aspect on the beef side of things down, but by less than a percent. For example, producers are, have reduced the number of beef cows, uh, but they have increased fractionally the number of heifers being held for beef cow replacement. So while there is a, a slight downward direction in the numbers pointing towards towards the future of the herd, it's not a dramatic decline. The report does show the number of cattle in feedlots when we started the year up very slightly from a year ago, but to counter that... You're looking at about a two-tenths of a percent reduction in the number of cattle outside feedlots. So basically, again, Shagam says things are in a pretty stable, steady state in the beef cattle business. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. More farm news ahead on Ag Life. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news this morning, friends, here on Ag Life. U.S. State Department issued a clarification on its ban on non-citizens entering the U.S. from South Africa. A Biden administration proclamation suspended travel from several countries due to COVID-19 concerns. State Department clarified that agriculture workers entering the U.S. qualify for the national interest exemption on a case-by-case case basis. The American Farm Bureau recently sent a letter to Secretary of State earlier this week requesting an exemption for South African farm labor. We appreciate the swift action by the State Department to address a critical need for American agriculture, says AFB President Zippy Duvall. Farm workers from South Africa bring a valuable and unique skill set to the farms where they work. America's farmers rely on the H-2A program to provide a robust workforce, and we are committed to ensuring their safety will continue to provide health 
healthy, affordable food for American families. President Biden's proclamation allows non-citizens to be exempt from the ban if their arrival in the U.S. is in the national interest. Food and agriculture workers have been deemed essential during the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, friends, agriculture getting caught in the middle between President Biden's push for aggressive moves against climate change and GOP efforts to preserve fossil fuels. Biden's policies designed to speed a net zero emission economy with electric vehicles, a freeze on federal oil and gas leases, and a halt to the XL pipeline were quickly met by a wall of GOP opposition. This is going to raise the price of uh, energy uh, to uh, farmers, and it's going to be very, uh, very wrong to do it, and it's going to hurt jobs, and it's going to hurt agriculture, hurt the profitability of family farmers. That's longtime ag senator and Iowa farmer Chuck Grassley. But Renewable Fuel Association Chief Jeff Cooper says corn ethanol as a part of a Biden climate change agenda can make up demand lost to some Trump EPA waivers. You don't need to to wait for the deployment of, of new technologies. Uh, they can say we're rejecting these pending waiver petitions. We are restoring the 500 million gallons. And in so doing, they would be saving, uh, you know, we've estimated upwards of 12 million metric tons of greenhouse gas emissions. But Biden's push to end the sales of gas-powered vehicles by 2035, helped by GM's pledge to do the same, will curtail ethanol sales, cost billions, and won't replace heavy-duty farm and other vehicles. GOP Senator Shelley Moore Capito from coal-producing West Virginia says the battery technology needed is not ready yet. Renewables can't power our country at 100% all the time. And we heard from Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell. According to one study, the decision on federal lands will leave us down nearly one million American jobs by next year alone. It's a heck of a way to kick off a presidency. More than two dozen energy state GOP senators asked to meet with Biden on his recent orders. They claim risk thousands of energy jobs and worsening the rural-urban divide after Biden vowed unity at his inauguration. Well, friends, China purchased near record levels of U.S. farm products last year, and that pace continues this year. Michael Clements has a report for us. New trade data from the U.S. Census Bureau shows China purchased a potential new record of U.S. agricultural products in 2020, according to American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton. For calendar year 2020, China bought slightly more than $27 billion worth of U.S. agricultural products, which is likely a new record high in terms of exports to China. Newton says China has already made large purchases of U.S. corn and soybeans in the 2021 marketing year. China's been a very big player in the corn and soybean markets this year. So far, they've bought nearly 6 million metric tons of corn and They're on the books for more than 11 million metric tons of corn to purchase from the United States, which would be a record. On the soybean side, we've seen China buy more than 31 million metric tons of soybeans already, and they still have on the books nearly 4 million metric tons. So they've been a big player in the corn and soybean markets this year. Newton says the increased trade with China has bolstered market prices for corn and soybeans in the United States. I think what we've seen is since China's been such a heavy player in the market, it's helped to reduce our stockpiles this year and and as a result, we've seen prices move sharply higher in the last few months. Corn is now sitting at around $5.30. Soybeans sitting around $13.50. And that's up 50-60% from where we were back in early August. And a lot of that's on the back of strong trade and export demand. Michael Clements, Washington. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. This is Dairy Radio Now with Bill Baker. American dairy farmers continue their dedication to healthy cows and wholesome milk. Today on our Producer Tuesday, brought to you by the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin, we get an update on the National Dairy Farm Program, and that stands for Farmers Assuring Responsible Management. And we're joined by Program VP Emily Iser-Stepp. Emily, thanks for joining us. You know, this past year has changed the way a lot of us have been doing things, and including programs like yours. How has the National Farm Program been working with dairy farmers, especially just coming off a crazy year of 2020? I think everybody can agree with that. And, you know, between our activities at National Milk Producers, as well as within the farm program, we were not immune to, to any of the unusualness of 2020 and how 2021 has started. Um, and, and so, you know, as, as March really hit, and, and I remember it vividly because it was it was St. Patrick's Day that we met as a team, as, as the farm team, and with guidance, obviously, from, from our leadership at National Milk around 
you know, what should we do with providing assurances to our supply chain while also weighing in, you know, the, the understanding that we, we were fully in a pandemic and that the health challenges of the last nearly 12 months now that have faced the country, you know, made an impact on our normal operations. And so really what we've been trying to do within the farm program is be understanding to just that and, and recognizing that particularly in the first part of COVID, you know, the dairy industry was and, and continues to be really kind of in in flux. We were seeing significant drops in prices. We were seeing concerns around how are we going to keep our workforce and each other safe. And so we really just decided to to pull back temporarily the deadline um, expectations around having farm program evaluations, particularly in the realms of, of animal care and workforce development. And so that's not to say that uh, various co-ops and processors that, that are participants in the program haven't moved forward, you know, given if, if they feel safe to do so, if the farms feel safe to do so. We have had probably right around 30 different cooperatives and processors going ahead and moving forward, maybe in a slightly slower cadence doing their animal care evaluations and a little bit of our newest program area and workforce. But we have seen a significant scale back. I think our stats show that, you know, we're about 80% under where we would have normally been in the first year of a rollout of a new program version. We're with Emily Eiser's step with the Farmers Assuring Responsible Management, the National Dairy Farm Program. And Emily, the COVID pandemics really had a big impact on everyone, including programs like yours that were already put in place before last year. And so, as they say in football, you know, the quarterback's got to call an audible but what we've been able to really do and pivot is, is engaging more, as many people have, in this virtual setting. You know, we've really dedicated a lot of time and effort into bolstering our resources and the tools available to the producer community so that when they have an evaluation, hopefully in the near future, they are even more prepared than they would have been, you know, 12 months ago. And then additionally, you know, we have some more of those virtual outreaches. We've launched a series which was recommended by our Farmer Advisory Council. So that council that's 20 dairy farmers from across the country representing a variety of different demographics. But they said, you know, it'd be really nice just for a quick update on the regular. And so we launched a series called Quick Convos. We started that thing in November, and we're going to continue that through 2021. And we're really focused on keeping that to 30 minutes or less quick updates and hitting on some of the key frequently asked questions that our producer community has about the program and allowing for kind of that open venue of Q&A. But I think first and foremost, and just to reiterate, our primary focus is making sure that everyone stays safe and healthy and we're not putting any added burden on our various stakeholders to provide those assurances. I think we other avenues of providing assurances in this temporary time of kind of pull back on the program, and we've been doing that. So it's been different, but I think it's been effective. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Emily, we're out of time now, but along with the pandemic, we're also beginning a new leadership change in Washington, and that's going to have an emphasis and more headlines of climate change. We'll address the groundwork that's already been laid by the dairy industry and the farm program in our next segment with Emily Eiserstep, the VP of the National Dairy Farm Program. More details at nationaldairyfarm.com. I'm Bill Baker, Dairy Radio Now. This is another Ag News Update. What should you know about stress? 
More on today's mental health moment. Farmers and ranchers have enough things to worry about. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. ArmTech has a solution for all of your ag risk management needs. Our agents offer everything from traditional multi peril crop insurance to crop hail and private product coverage. If you submit a claim, we understand you want immediate action. With ArmTech, you can expect a prompt response, up-to-date information, and a quick turnaround of claim payments. To find an ArmTech agent in your area, visit ArmT.com. ArmTech Insurance Services. Hello, this is Jennifer Rojas-McWinney. There are many people struggling with increased stress. Stress is a natural response we have when facing a challenge or demanding situation. Stressors are the events or specific situations that trigger our stress. We respond to stressors in our own way depending on our overall perception of the stressor, the resources we have available, and the duration of the stressor. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, there are five things you should know about stress. The first, stress affects everyone. A stressor can be a one-time occurrence or it can happen repeatedly over a long time. Two, not all stress is bad. Stress signals the body to prepare to face a threat or flee. It can also motivate people. Three, long-term stress can harm your health. Some people may experience digestive symptoms, headaches, sleeplessness, sadness, anger, or irritability. Four, there are ways to manage stress. If you take practical steps to manage your stress, you may reduce the risk of negative health effects. And five, If you're overwhelmed by stress, ask for help from a health professional. Stress can affect your health, and it's important to pay attention to how you deal with minor and major stressors. Stress is common. It can be managed, and help is available. To learn more, visit www.nimh.nih.gov. Dairy producers, increase your production with Empire Premier Forages. Every cent counts in your ration. Get the most with Empire Forages from Alta Seeds. The carefully curated Empire Hybrid lineup provides high-quality, high-digestible NDF in every ton of feed. Jam-packed with exceptional characteristics like BMR6, water-efficient drought tolerance, Empire Forages can reliably and economically replace your expensive corn silage. Transform your forage program and boost your dairy operation today. Reach out to an Empire Forage specialist at empireforages.com. American Cattle News. Today we break down the biannual cattle report looking at inventory numbers and values for all cattle and calves. Dairy producers, increase your production with Empire Premier Forages. Every cent counts in your ration. Get the most with Empire Forages from Alta Seeds. The carefully curated Empire Hybrid lineup provides high-quality, high-digestible NDF in every ton of feed. Jam-packed with exceptional characteristics like BMR6, water-efficient drought tolerance, Empire Forages can reliably and economically replace your expensive corn silage. Transform your forage program and boost your dairy operation today. Reach out to an Empire Forage specialist at empireforages.com. USDA's National Ag Statistics Service releasing their biannual report on the U.S. cattle inventory on Friday. And what did USDA say? Well, all cattle and calves in the U.S. as of the first of the year, 93.6 million head, down slightly from 93.8 million head as of January 1st, 2020. All calves and heifers that have calved 40.6 million head, slightly below last year. Beef cows, 31.2 million head, down 1% from 2020. Milk cows were 1% higher at 9.44 million head. Let's look at uh, the calf crop. The 2020 calf crop in the United States estimated at 35.1 million head, down 1% from the previous year's calf crop. Calves born during the first half of 2020 estimated at 25.8 million head, down 1% from the first half of 2019. Calves born during the second half of 2020, 9.39 million head, 27% of the total 2020 calf crop. And cattle and calves on feed for the slaughter market. In all feedlots, 14.7 million head as of the first of the year. The inventory up slightly from 2020. Cattle on feed in feedlots, this with a capacity of 1,000 or more head. Well, it was down slightly from the previous year. 81.4% of the total cattle on feed. I'm Tony St. James, American Cattle News. Grape growers, you can't eliminate bloom diseases like powdery mildew and botrytis, but you can outsmart them. 
The Luna family of fungicides from Bayer provides you with two well-proven, high-performing formulations. Both offer multiple built-in modes of action for effective resistance management, and their different composition offers rotational flexibility for an enhanced IPM program. So give your wine grapes the protection they need through the season and for years to come. Learn more at lunagrapegameplan.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Hey, get your life back in 2021. Don't keep struggling with that joint pain in your knees, your hips, your lower back, or your shoulder. Get off the steroids and stay out of the operating room. I got a better way. It's regenerative cell treatments at Peak Physical Medicine. So many of our listeners are loving this. I'm talking about new therapies, advanced all-natural regenerative cell treatments that not only just give you relief, but speed up the process of healing and repair. This has been popular in Europe for years, and now they're here. If you've got joint pain, you need to learn more about these potent new regenerative solutions. Call now for a free consultation. Peak Physical Medicine, 559-295-2410. These remarkable new treatments increase mobility, decrease pain, and restore tissue. They actually allow your body to heal itself. Call now and learn more about these exciting new treatments for chronic pain. Regenerative Medicine is here. Don't wait. Call today. Peak Physical Medicine, 559-295-2410. That's 559-295-2410. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's California attorneys. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. 1455 Frazee Road, Suite 500, San Diego, California, 92108. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. The California Walnut Board and Commission is working with the Produce for Better Health Foundation on a plant-forward eating guide that includes walnuts. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report. Jennifer Olmstead is a marketing director for domestic public relations for the California Walnut Board and Commission. The Produce for Better Health Foundation is actively fighting a consumption crisis of fruit and vegetables. I mean, we all know people aren't eating enough fruits and vegetables. And in recent years, they have opened up their arms and invited foods such as nuts and walnuts into the the conversation when they talk about eating more plants. So they were a very natural partner for this plant-forward eating guide. And really the intent of this guide was to cut through some of the confusion because we hear the terms plant-based and plant-forward being thrown around pretty interchangeably. And Olmstead said it was time to put a stake in the ground to define what those terms mean. And we really, the plant-based products are very trendy and something that walnuts definitely play a strong role in. We wanted to make the guide about eating a plant-forward diet. And when you're eating plant forward, it's more inclusive and it's more accessible because you're really not cutting anything out. Such as a plant-based diet, meaning you cut out all animal foods. This is different, said Olmstead. But instead, you're focusing on plant foods, you know, such as fruits and vegetables and nuts like walnut. That's Jennifer Olmstead with the California Walnut Board and Commission. Nematodes are the invisible threat to tree nut orchards, which can cause yield losses of up to 50% annually. Protect your crops from nematode damage with Vellum 1, a wide-spectrum nematicide that can be conveniently applied in-season through chemigation, and you could increase your profits up to $475 per acre. With Vellum 1, what's under your crop is under your control. Learn more at vellum1.com. Always read and follow label instructions. The best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they're, well, farming. It's easy to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of their pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on, listening to this station for the Ag Information Network of the West News. So reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what's important to their farm operation. Give us a call and we'll connect you with our local farming community. They trust us, so they'll trust you. 
I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the Tree Nut Report. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Power Talk, an iHeartRadio station. The Schumann family at Best Concrete Blocks provides products to professionals in many industries, including construction, trucking, landscaping, nurseries, transportation, real estate, traffic management, storage and truck yards, security, and many small businesses, including landowners and do-it-yourselfers. Concrete blocks are just about the most versatile product you can find. They've been used for hundreds of different purposes, and you can either rent them or buy them in 1,000 and 2,000 pound sizes. They all include built-in hooks for easy lifting, and they're delivered directly to your job site. The number to call for Best Concrete Blocks is 288-7902, and Best Concrete Blocks is a proud supporter of Athletes in Action, an international effort to have a Christ follower on every team in every sport in every nation. Call Bill Shubin at Best Concrete Concrete Blocks, 288-7902. That number again, 288-7902. You can also find them online at bestconcreteblocks.com. I'm Alec Baldwin. Listen to my podcast, Here's the Thing, on iHeartRadio. It's my chance to talk with artists, policymakers, and performers like Kristen Bell. I always like to say I like being an actress, but I love being Kristen. So I've prioritized that a little bit more than my like desire to spread my wings or prove to people that I can be some dramatic actress. If you like listening as much as I like talking with interesting people, then go to Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The new wave of San Joaquin Valley drivers in plug-in electric vehicles are telling their story. I was driving a Volkswagen Getta. Now I got a plug-in for uh, uh, Fusion. My wife and I are now driving this plug-in car. With this car, I'm saving um, everything gas and also uh, helping the environment. Thousands of Valley drivers are leading the way in plug-in electric vehicles. From electrical to gas, it's helpful and it saves me money. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And it's a good running car. It's really smooth and real quiet. Plug-in electric vehicles are the best option for driving in California's disadvantaged communities. You'll see results every day. Every week, and so this sign, I have to worry about it for maintenance. Plug-in electric vehicles are an easy way for all Californians to save money and improve our air quality. Brought to you by Coalition for Clean Air as part of our mission to bring electric vehicles to all Californians and make every breath you take a breath of clean air. Check out ccair.org forward slash clean cars. If you've recovered from COVID-19, you have the most powerful tool we have in the fight against this pandemic. And they're uniquely in your blood. Antibodies. They help patients recover faster and aid scientists in research. The Central California Blood Centers are collecting these vital antibodies through plasma donations that can only come from you. Giving plasma is like giving blood. It's safe and easy. You are vital in our fight against COVID-19. So donate today. Go to DonateBlood.org. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. This Ag Life Report sponsored by Commercial Radiator. Always ready to pick up, repair, and deliver. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Well, let's talk markets here. Grains, oil seeds, and livestock with Jamie Kohaki. Paragon Investments, one of our market experts as we continue to see very lofty grain and oilseed prices, meat prices as well, both pork and beef. And Jamie, kind of recap what happened grains and oil seeds yesterday. We did have two fresh sales of corn being reported overnight and put in new contract highs. But here for the day session, we've kind of stalled out. Uh, harvest looming soon down in South America and just cannot seem to hold uh, technically new highs day by day. And we kind of run out of gas during the day session. Yeah. Hey, Jamie, it's Andy. I was reading something, I think, this morning uh, that pointed out we've uh, we've experienced three lower highs and lower lows, uh, three weeks in a row of that, which might suggest, what, the rally's about over with at this point? 
yeah, that we would start to, you know, cap those out in here until we would get further information, you know, out of South America. Their bean harvest is estimated to be about 2% done. See how that gets done, you know, longer term and, and go from there to yields. But uh, technically, yeah, it does look good, you know, sometimes early evenings and midday, then it just cannot hold it. And to me, yeah, that does make it look tired longer term. The dollar is higher as well today, kind of limiting any type of major fund buying. And also, too, we're still just really waiting on confirmation that China is going to take delivery of a lot of this corn that they have purchased, and we're still kind of waiting on that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they have a past history, right, Jamie, of canceling these things, driving the market down and, and buying. But, but a lot of these, they'd have to drive the market down a long way, wouldn't they? They'd, they'd essentially be canceling only, only to pay higher prices if they need the, the corn. Yeah, you're exactly right. I, th- I think especially there in the uh, soybean market, uh, that would be the case. Uh, there's estimates right around the 300 million bushel mark on corn that they have yet to take, you know, delivery on. Well, they push that out further and further. But yeah, you're right. I mean, we have to see some major, major fund liquidation. I think to uh, really make it enticing for them to start to pull the plug on everything. Funds are coming into the week long over 300,000 corn. It's still long over 100,000 beans. Yeah, Jamie, we're talking about um, the uh, rally here. I suppose we're looking ahead to what the WASDI report here in February, a couple of fresh uh, export sales to China being announced. And um, what what do we expect uh, when, when that thing comes out and we start to build that into the, the balance sheet as of yet? Right, yeah. The next kind of big news will be, you're right, the uh, WASD report and uh, see how that plays out. It should not be a big player as we're still pretty much trading all South American weather per harvest getting started. And uh, I think we'll just be focused on that really for the next, next four to six weeks. And if our export pace stays up coming into their harvest. But historically, obviously, demand shifts, you know, starting, you know, April, May time period down to South America uh, with, with the beans. But still look for corn exports to remain pretty solid here. Yes, short term as China corn is roughly twice the price of ours. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? As as much as we've seen an increase in, in our corn prices here we're still the cheapest on the world market who who could have predicted that type of thing jamie exactly you go back and look where we were in june and everybody was talking you know we maybe see the worst farming conditions you know in the last 20 30 years again and it's just been just the opposite same way with beans i mean we're literally the only player on the world market with beans and we're still you know only trading in the 13s you know maybe we get end up getting closer 15 16 yet but a very very tight supplies there and still a kind of a touch go crop yet down in south america it looks like they will end up with a decent one but not a big big bumper one like they thought two months ago yeah worldwide that's been an issue um so the the nearbys are lower the uh the new crop is is higher let's take a look uh, flip over and talk some livestock here jamie particularly box beef prices looks like they're going through the roof here again today yeah we were up again at midday choice up 182 select up 298 low count was a little light at 32 but if you look at these box beef we're gonna need to see the cash you know start to rally we finally got above 112 last week we had a high of 113 cash had not seen that since last summer and still if you look at boxes we should be trading you know 15 20 dollars higher um even from where we are now but uh, we're just narrowing the basis up cash coming up to where futures are is still waiting to see how demand comes into this spring go back a year ago nobody anticipated we'd be where we are here but yet and here we are jamie kohaki our market expert with us here today on ag life With California Ag Today, I'm Tim Hamrich. The Bay Area Ranchers Co-op, or BAR-C as they call themselves, is a new cooperative designed to provide meat processing for its 17 ranch members. Adam Parks owns Victorian Farmstead Meat Company in Sebastopol and is the vice president of BAR-C. Processing in Northern California has been a problem the entire decade that I've been in business. It came to a head uh, just about a little over a year ago when the only local slaughter facility to Northern California, the Bay Area anyway, uh, shut its doors to anybody that wasn't under their own label. And one of the reasons the co-op model came about was because we wanted to ensure that local ranchers had a place to process their animals that would never be in competition with them, as happened with the previous processor. The cooperative plans to provide at least one location to base a mobile processing unit in the Bay Area so that members can process livestock at cost. 
We are set up as a T-Corp. Uh, I didn't even know what a T-Corp was before we started this, but that is a corporation structure specific to ag co-ops. And uh, we've been fundraising since the middle of October. We've raised about 750000 of our $1.2 million goal. And we have placed the order for our USDA inspected trailer, which will arrive here April 15th or thereabouts. And we hope to be in operations by May 1st. You can support the Bay Area Ranchers Cooperative by going to their WeFunder crowdfunding campaign. More details on that in tomorrow's report. You work hard to care for your citrus orchard. With Savanto Prime Insecticide from Bayer as part of your integrated pest management plan, you can ensure it's getting the right pest protection. Savanto Prime has long-lasting performance that targets Asian citrus celid, which is a primary vector of the HLB disease, Citricola scale, thrips, and other damaging citrus pests. Your citrus orchard is an investment. Keep it protected and maintain the quality your customers expect. Learn more at SavantoPrime.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Hey, I'm Rodeo Clown J.J. Harrison. Now, if you've ever seen me in the arena, you know I like to have fun, take chances. But I also take safety very seriously because rodeo clowning can be dangerous, but so can farming or ranching. Never assume location of depth of underground utilities or pipelines. Before you start work, always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com. It only takes a minute and it can save your life. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. This has been your California Ag Today report. I'm Tim Hammerich. Thanks for calling me back, Harry. That's what crop advisors are here for. Besides, your message sounded fairly urgent. Yeah, I'm working hard to make my operation more profitable, but I feel like I'm fighting an uphill battle with the application of more and more crop protection products. Right, the increased cost, the additional regulatory restrictions. Not to mention our declining performance in crop yields and quality. What about combining biological inputs with your current regimen? You should talk to the experts at Andaman Ag. That's A-N-D-A-M-A-N. They really know their stuff. Andaman Ag is helping farmers understand the benefits of adding biological crop inputs into their conventional and organic product programs profitably and safely. After all, biological products aren't new. They've been refined over centuries to produce healthier crops and higher yields, reduce disease and insect pressure, restore soil organic matter, and more. Biological products work with nature, not against it, allowing you to lower costs by reducing conventional inputs. Learn more at andaman-ag.com or call 415-785-7325 to locate an ag dealer near you. America never stops. Thanks to the financial support of Farm Credit, neither do the farmers and ranchers who call her home. Since the beginning, we've been helping rural America show the world what hard work can achieve. But the job is far from over. And as rural America grows further, we'll be there. Just as we have for 100 years. Learn more at farmcredit100.com. What if the solution to your energy cost problems was the same one that grew your crops? We had so many crazy questions because we had no understanding of solar. Serrano Family Farms in La Grande, California chose Pickett Solar. Yeah, the PG&E, uh, their, their rates keep going up all the time. Uh, you know, they don't stop. They just keep going upwards. And it, it's gotten to a point that that's one of our major costs. And when we had the opportunity to, to cut that cost down, we thought, well, this is the way to go is go solar. So I called Pickett Solar and went, hey, can you help us out? Well, now we're getting credits instead of uh, bills from PG&E, which is really great. Man, when I first saw those, I thought, wow, this is a mistake. <laughs> but it wasn't a mistake. Pops your buttons. Makes you feel good. Call for a free cost-saving analysis and put the power of the sun to work for you. Save money and gain energy independence with Pickett Solar. We know the backbone of our country is built by local businesses like yours. We also know that 93% of Americans tune to radio to hear information about brands they trust from people they can trust. That's why iHeartMedia is here for you. Visit iHeartMedia.com and speak to us about growing your business in a time where it is needed the most. It's your audience listening, and it's time you send them a message. Visit iHeartMedia.com today. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Farm News on Ag Life, sponsored by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. 
Bob Quinn back with some farm news. More on trade this morning. This time, a look at Canada's views on a announced policy. Canada is banking on history when it comes to the U.S. Buy American goal. Dennis Guy has a report for us. The U.S. has a long history of economic protectionism, and with the exception of the Trump era, Democrat-led administrations have typically set a more protectionist tone than have Republican administrations. Administrations. President Joe Biden is enacting Buy American policies to ensure U.S. companies and U.S. workers reap the benefit of American government spending. That said, it's no surprise that American allies oppose Buy American efforts, fearing the loss of lucrative government contracts. Prime Minister Trudeau raised his concerns in his phone call with President Biden last week. A key point made by Trudeau is that an aggressive Buy American campaign might complicate Biden's hopes of securing a united front among American allies to meet the rising Chinese global influence. Canadian observers say President Biden's protectionist approach comes as no real surprise, given Joe Biden's relatively recent history. Mark Warner, an international trade lawyer based in Toronto, says the former Vice President Biden was charged with overseeing the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act just 12 years ago, which had a strong Buy America provision. Canada was able to negotiate around the Buy America provision a decade ago, but that was before the new NAFTA, the USMCA, came into effect. I will remind people when Joe Biden was vice president tasked with the 2009 uh, Restructuring Act, which had a Buy American provision that Canada had to negotiate its way out of. The USMCA did not have a government procurement chapter in relation to Canada. Is there some scope for some limited bilateral agreement, procurement agreement or something. As usual, Canadian leaders are setting an optimistic tone. Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland believes that the more open dialogue under a Biden administration will allow Canada to push its special relationship with the U.S. When it comes to Buy America and protectionism from the U.S., this is not a new thing for any Canadian government. I think it's really important when people look at Buy America to understand that the trading relationship between Canada and the United States is special. The United States sells more to Canada than it does to China, Japan, and the UK combined. And what we are really going to focus on with the Biden administration is emphasizing that interconnection. Reporting from Canada, I'm Dennis Guy. Well, friends, we talk about USDA surveys a lot here on AgLife. Several surveys this year will take a closer look at the hog industry. Stephanie Ho has a report for us this morning. 2021 will be a busy year for USDA and the swine industry. Two surveys really come to mind. The first is the Agricultural Resource Management Survey, which will collect information on costs and returns for farms, ranches, and swine operations. And then also the Quarterly Hog and Pig Survey. Joe Parsons, the chair of the Agricultural Statistics Board, especially points to the Agricultural Resource Management Survey, or ARMS, which is aimed at providing a big picture look at American agriculture. With the ARMS program, we're able to take a deep dive into a particular commodity each year. This year, we're focused on swine operations. The once every few years deep dive allows USDA to see how a particular industry has changed over time. There also will be questions about the impacts of COVID-19. Farmers make decisions every day that affect their bottom line, and they can make those decisions more accurately when they have more and better information about what's exactly going on across agriculture, but also in their particular industry. At the same time, the National Agricultural Statistics Service also will conduct additional swine-related surveys in 2021. So this coming summer, together with the National Animal Health Monitoring System, part of the Animal Plant Health Inspection Service, we're going to be talking with small and large swine operators about their health practices on farms. He says another survey will examine damage to livestock operations caused by invasive and destructive feral swine. This is a real important issue in some areas. Meanwhile, he stresses that USDA guarantees full availability of the information collected in its surveys. Unlike private surveys, all NAS publications are available to everyone at the same time for free. And I would also share that, you know, NAS has no proprietary
proprietary or policy interest in the numbers to be a certain way or another way. And he adds that NASA is required by law to maintain the privacy and confidentiality of individual producers and operations. And we further safeguard the privacy of all respondents by publishing only aggregated data, ensuring that no individual operation or producer can be identified. Agricultural Resource Management Survey questionnaires were mailed out to producers at the end of December. Surveys can also be completed online and it's detailed in the the note that you would get if you have been invited to the survey. And that's at agcounts.usda.gov so you can fill out your survey online. And anybody that needs help completing a survey can schedule an appointment with a USDA representative for assistance completing the survey by phone. Completed surveys are due back to USDA by April 23, 2021. This is Stephanie Ho for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Some farm news. You're listening to Ag Life. For half a century, the world has sought answers to the question, what happened to Jim Duncan? Longshot Return Man is an eight-part investigative podcast into the remarkable life and mysterious death of Super Bowl champion and leading kickoff returner in 1970, Jim Duncan. The story was that my brother took a gun off a police officer and shot himself. Most people don't believe that. Listen to the Longshot Return Man podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. With ground dry and Sierra snowpack standing at about 40% of average, most farmers and ranchers are welcoming the wet weather forecast for California. In Southern California, however, farmers will monitor avocado and citrus groves for potential damage from high winds. A recent windstorm caused avocados to blow off the trees and led to scarring of lemons buffeted by the storm. Farmers continue to assess the overall impact. The Washington Potato Company Potato Dehydration Plant in Central Washington Washington was destroyed by fire January 22nd. The fire caused the immediate evacuation of about a third of the nearby town of Warden for several hours due to concerns that an ammonia tank in the building could burst. PotatoPro.com reports the fire broke out around 5.30 p.m. in one of the dehydrators and was under control by the next morning. Employees inside the building made it out safely and no one was injured. The USDA has posted notice that $2.3 billion in supplemental coronavirus food assistance program payments will be temporarily frozen. Agrimarketing.com reports the notice says USDA has suspended the processing and payments under CFAP additional assistance and has halted implementation until further notice. USDA and the Biden administration intend to take additional steps to bring relief and support to all parts of food and agriculture during the coronavirus pandemic. FSA local offices will continue to accept applications. You work hard to care for your citrus orchard. With Savanto Prime Insecticide from Bayer as part of your integrated pest management plan, you can ensure it's getting the right pest protection. Savanto Prime has long-lasting performance that targets Asian citrus psyllid, which is a primary vector of the HLB disease, citricola scale, thrips, and other damaging citrus pests. Your citrus orchard is an investment. Keep it protected and maintain the quality your customers expect. Learn more at savantoprime.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Well, Sensation and I are going to call it a day. You should too, Maravon Fungicide from BASF. No, I get it. You're that long-lasting disease protection for almonds and you drive market-leading yields, but it's quitting time. Oh, I know you deliver advanced plant health and perform more consistently than competitive products, but Maravon Fungicide, you're making us look bad here. Suit yourself. That Marathon Fungicide, always working, always reading, follow label directions. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. The Schumann family at Best Concrete Blocks provides products to professionals in many industries, including construction, trucking, landscaping, nurseries, transportation, real estate, traffic management, storage and truck yards, security, and many small businesses, including landowners and do-it-yourselfers. Concrete blocks are just about the most versatile products you can find. They've been used for hundreds of different purposes, and you can either rent them or buy them in 1,000 and 2,000 pound sizes. They all include built-in hooks for easy lifting, and they're delivered directly to your job site. The number to call for Best Concrete Blocks is 288-7902, and Best Concrete Blocks is a proud supporter of Athletes in Action, an international effort to have a Christ follower on every team, in every sport, in every nation. Call Bill Shubin at Best Concrete Blocks. 288-7902. That number again, 288-7902. You can also find them online at bestconcreteblocks.com. 
plug-in electric vehicles have become a new preferred style for disadvantaged communities. Hear it from them. Now that I have my Ford Fusion, I can plug it in at my house and no longer have to worry about gas. And I even got a promotion at work because I'm always on time and I'm never late. Thousands of Valley drivers are now in plug-in electric vehicles because they are efficient, reliable, and affordable. Now with my new Chevy Volt, I plug it in just about every night and I've been spending about $20 on gas every other week. Driving electric plug-in vehicles is the best affordable option on the buyer's market today. I'm so glad that I, I did it and purchased a, a Chevy Volt. I'm not having to ask people for rides. I'm actually saving on gas. Brought to you by Coalition for Clean Air as part of our mission to make electric vehicles accessible to all Californians and make every breath we take a breath of clean air. To learn more, please visit ccair.org forward slash clean cars. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back to wrap up Ag Life for today. Friends, the right to repair is a heavily debated topic in agriculture at the local, state, and national levels. Kurt Blades is a senior vice president with the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, and he says it's an important topic rural America is concerned about. It also covers more than just farm equipment. Legislation that has been proposed in some states, actually we're up to about 30 right now, that are requiring manufacturers of digital equipment to provide repair and diagnostic information, including access to the source code to independent repair shop. If we want to think about it very specifically, many of you all carry an iPhone, and if you carry an iPhone, it is a whole lot better if that iPhone is fixed at an Apple store or at an Apple authorized store. The digital right to repair issue is very much driven around personal electronics, but it does have its tentacles in lots of different areas, including home appliances, medical equipment, off-road highway, boats, snowmobiles, ATVs, and more. While the bills in the 30 different states he referred to might be a little different from each other, they all say about the same thing. In some cases, it is broad-reaching, as I mentioned before. In some cases, it targets specific segments. In all cases, it tends to look exactly the same in terms of what it is offering up. It is saying that independent repair shops and end users should have access to the source code along with all of the diagnostic information and all the materials that are available for them to repair their equipment. He says AEM thinks the legislation has good intentions but will lead to problems. We believe very strongly, and we've got testimony from our friends at Nebraska Tractor Test Lab, as well as leading experts in health and safety and equipment health and safety, are all on the same page that modifying equipment puts farmer safety at risk if the machines are modified. And the other thing that is important to note is it provides an avenue to bypass regulation. AEM and other manufacturing groups are being proactive in right-to-repair discussions. Effective January 1 of this year, all major equipment manufacturers have agreed to make manual service diagnostic information, fleet management information, onboard diagnostics, electronic field diagnostic service tools, and other materials have all agreed to make this available to the end user, to the farmer, so they can have the ability to repair their own equipment. That's why we say this is kind of a non-issue. Kurt Blades talking about the right-to-repair discussion. Well, friends, with that, we're out of time for today. Thanks for joining us back tomorrow morning with another edition of Ag Life. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.